what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Oh, hi there. Welcome back to Pflugerville. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, beaming into your ears all the way from Lucy's barn. You know, you know, being Lucy Wow's sidekick is a lot of fun, but also a lot of work. Every day is a new adventure in building and invention. But luckily, I've mastered the art of the power nap which means I still have time for projects of my own, like inventing foods, such as the screwdriver salad. The only lunch that can tighten your table, or hosting this podcast dedicated to my favorite subject, invention. Why is invention my favorite subject? Well, because I am an invention. That's right. Lucy Wow invented me, and I invented screwdriver salad. Now, today's inventor. No, oh, sorry. Power nap. Where was I? Oh, right. Today's inventor is John Harvey Kellogg, the man who invented breakfast cereal. Whoa. John and his brother Will were born in Michigan in the 1800s. Now, John and Will had a strange childhood. They didn't even get to go to school because their parents believed the world was going to end before they were old enough to read. Fortunately for us, John's parents were wrong and the world didn't end. And fortunately for John, he was so smart that he was able to teach himself to read and get into medical school without a day of grade school. Now, in America today, eating healthy is a big deal. People are always trying to find the healthiest foods and recipes. But back in John's day, most people didn't know there was such a thing as unhealthy food. Can you believe that? People just ate whatever they wanted. In fact, among the wealthy, steak and pie was a common breakfast. You know, that actually sounds pretty tasty. Almost as tasty as tin can waffles. Anyway, because of poor eating habits, Americans were sicker than ever. It was while he was in medical school that John started to make the connection between food and health. He became a strong believer that what you ate was important. And not just for your body, but for your behavior as well. He thought a good meal would cause good behavior, while a bad meal would cause bad behavior. He called his belief biologic living. It called for more exercise, more bathing, and more eating whole grains, veggies, and fruit instead of meat, sugar, and processed foods. Because he was such a health nut, John was hired to be the president of the sanitarium at Battle Creek. Sanitariums were health resorts where people went to have their illness treated. They were part fancy hotel, part doctor's office. John put all of the sanitarium guests on his special diet, and sure enough, it worked. Cutting out the breakfast barbecue had people feeling better. But there was a problem. While John's diet may have been healthy, 
His patients found it boring. These people were used to cherry pie for breakfast. They weren't ready to eat dry oats like a horse or a goat. <laughs> John, his wife Ella, and his brother started experimenting with foods, trying to create something new and exciting that fit his diet. They found their answer in grass, a special grass you could eat, known as cereal. They took this grass and made it into wheat flakes and corn flakes. This was a totally new idea. No one had ever seen a flake of grain before, much less a bowl of them. By 1902, Kellogg's flakes were out in the world under the name of breakfast cereal. Now, a quick word on this. You and I wouldn't want to eat Kellogg's original cornflakes. They had no sugar or added flavors, and they were so tough that they often cracked people's teeth. But back then, people thought it was an exciting food. I wonder what we eat today that the future will think is weird. Pop rocks, oysters, tin cans? But when Kellogg saw how popular it was, they began advertising in newspapers and on billboards. While these ads got them more customers, it also got the attention of other food companies who soon copied Kellogg with their own cereals. All of a sudden, there were more than 40 cereal companies in the United States, all of which were selling more bowls than Kellogg. This was because John wasn't interested in money. His goal was to make Americans eat better. His brother Will, on the other hand, was a born businessman and wanted to get rich. So he bought the rights to cornflakes from John and took over the Kellogg company. Now, while John hadn't been upset when people started copying his cereal, he was upset when all of the cereal companies, including his brothers, started adding sugar. The whole point of John's invention was to make people healthier. And now it was being filled with marshmallows and chocolate. It looked like John's experiment with eating healthy had failed. <laughs> Here's the thing about good ideas. They might disappear or get lost in a cloud of cookies, but they always find their way back. And sure enough, eating healthy has come back bigger than ever. Kellogg's principles of healthy lifestyle can be found in vegetarian, vegan, and whole food diets. And while Kellogg's name may be on unhealthy boxes of Keebler cookies and Pop-Tarts, his healthy ideas live on in every veggie bowl or summer salad that gets served around the globe, even in a sugar-free serving of screwdriver salad. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow! Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club! That's a real winner! I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories! And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. I get a lot of excitement as Lucy Wow's sidekick. Sometimes it overwhelms me and I just, well, you know, faint. Well, today I got the most exciting news, and I, and I, oh, easy kapow, deep breaths, <laughs> don't faint. I'm on a t-shirt and a hoodie and a sticker and I'm, I'm famous the most famous mechanical pygmy goat to ever live. Go to gokidgo.com and check me out. Lucy Wow merchandise is now available, and you know you need more kapow in your life.
Go, kid, go.